is Good Grief by Martin 100 Day Production. And we're at the end of my holiday, which is uh, January 24. I'm on my last day, and um, I'm heading to my local surf break, hopefully catch a few waves. And then it's the weekend, which I haven't counted as my holiday because uh, it's almost like the lead into the start of the new week. The new, uh, new year, uh, back at work, and um, I am looking forward to it. I've had three weeks off, lots of fun, some family connections with some visiting family from the UK, taking them all on adventures. Been a few people around, <coughs> a bit unusual for me to have people around. It's uh, usually just me on my, on my own, some running out there surfing and going on my little adventures but here we are and um, I was hoping to have something to sort of share that was a bit inspirational today that will kick off your year and as part of my mindful routine I make sure that I listen to something new every day from one of the experts that I'm into Seth Godin is one that continues to jump out and help me through and give me a little bit of inspiration and um, this morning he's uh, switched on a light bulb in my head which I'm really pleased with and it's really just a great example of new learning and how it um, stimulates thought and I've got a lot of experts that I listen to and I won't repeat the names of all of them again because it'll take up this whole podcast but uh, I have gathered many over the last four years three and a half years I'm exaggerating but this one this morning was about placebos and uh, what people do to be uh, creative or motivated his recommendation was look at what you last did just before you did something creative or inspirational write it down and then do it again and do it again so basically just keep repeating what happened before you entered into this creative space or productive space and just gather all those various occurrences and this lines up exactly what the mindful table is about the mindful table is a group of categories which I call your key areas of focus or your personal core values and by addressing each of them well, for me, it's at the start of every day. I'm paying attention to them. Now, there's 10 categories on my mindful table. But let's say, for example, we just use four of them. So one would be active or exercise. One would be creativity. One would be new learning. And one would be meaningful connections. So let's say the mindful table only had four categories then they would be the ones that I would choose to monitor regularly. And simply by doing that, I'd be fitter and more mobile and be mindful. Here we go again. I'm in Q3. So I'm in my 60s now and I'm playing a game which is going to get me through to the end. And I would like to be as active and as mobile as possible so that I don't need care and that I can get from A to B without assistance. I also get a lot of enjoyment out of being mobile and active. I work at it because I surf and I walk 
and I do resistance work at the gym. I'm not a gym junkie by any means, but I do appreciate the benefits of it, and so I do it. Being creative is a byproduct of, of, of having fun, which is also another category, but let's assume that we've not included that. But by having fun, I open the doorway to be creative. And I journal every day. I'm sorry, but journaling is another one of my categories. But that helps stimulate my creative process. So if I've got ideas or I listen to people, it triggers things and new thoughts. So this is where the new learning comes into play. Now, my learning is broad. It'll be, you know, things that I'm interested in finding out about. And that even includes, for me, listening to comedy interviews, comedy podcasts, watching comedy stand-up routines, Netflix, going to see shows. You know, I expand my creative view. It also includes drawing, writing poems, doing this. The more I do it, the more that muscle gets work and the more creative I become. I have creative thoughts that I jot down that I never use, but they're doorways into other creative thoughts that could be gold. That could be the, the thought that I needed to get to, and I had to stumble over all of those other thoughts to get there. I'm trying to write some jokes at the moment. I've actually uh, applied to go into the Raw Comedy Festival, and uh, I'm in one of the heats, and I was trying to write some new stuff, but I've actually got my routine already but I'm just always gathering new material and the more I do it over the course of the week, ironically, a few jokes evolve. Not necessarily all gold and a lot of them will be a waste of time. I have written hundreds of jokes that I'll never do, but a couple that I have written are now making up my 20 minute set that I've recently been doing it parties and gatherings and uh, so my comedy ability has, uh, has improved and my confidence in my material and this is all as a result of undertaking this creative process that I engage in every day. Do something creative every day. I'll record podcasts that never get released and I know that there's not a million people listening to this there's there's a few regulars which is wonderful and I recently got contacted by a guy in a community radio station in Albany Wayne big ups to you thank you so much for listening and thanks for the message yesterday saying that you listen to the podcast you're happy to hear that I'm in a upbeat space doing some positive things and I hope it's motivating you and others in your world to, to do the same. I like to think that's the case. This is uh, Chinese whispers. This is one person will get it and then tell somebody else they started to do new positive actions in their day and it'll motivate you and also inspire you hopefully to encourage others and maybe create something new. So the new learning is really important for your brain health because that creates new neural pathways. It's good for your brain health, longevity and function. 
it's quite exciting. It's where you get that pink cloud that you walk on when you're into a new space. And the idea of doing it daily is that that dopamine release continues to flow. So it's not the big hit at the end, the big reward. The reward is not as uh, um, strong, but it is constant. That's the space that I'm trying to be in. That innovation, that motivation, that inspiration comes regularly. And when it's flat and I'm struggling to, I don't know, find a spark, I know that that is part of the process. That's that's part of the creative process, to have nothing. So as John Cleese said, when he caught up with Graham Chapman, they would meet every week. Some days they would have nothing. But at the end of every week, there would be a 15-minute sketch. He knew that that was the, the outcome of their five days or six days together, when some days they would write nothing. But magic would always happen sometime over the course of that week. And Monty Python have got great track record for being comedic geniuses, so not a bad um, recommendation, really. <laughs> uh, meaningful connections is just so important. It is the thing that catches me from walking away from chatting to someone and encourages me to stay and listen. It's what encourages me not to talk over somebody else and give my opinion without listening to theirs. It is encouraging me to have conversations with people which are a little bit more based on substance rather than just peripheral chit-chat niceties. Not to be a wanker <laughs> and sound like a snob or whatever you want to call me or a smart ass I just have made a conscious effort to do this on a more frequent basis to try and engage with people and it has opened a doorway and increased my social connections no end now maybe it's an age thing and maybe I'm noticing that people are starting to think a little bit bigger about what it's all about but I tell you what though, as a result of the conversations, and I do post a thought for the day quite frequently. Thought for the day is something that's also been a, a recent addition to my mindful practice. And um, now I've got people sending me their thought for the day. So big ups to you, Alfie. Been getting yours and it's been really wonderful seeing how this new practice is starting to flow and it's uh, it's really really exciting seeing where your head's going you know what I love about going and watch open mic stand up comedy and let's assume that many of the people are like me they're just uh, doing it for fun we don't get paid to do it we just do it they will spend their time trying to write material to stand in front of a bunch of people and that could be anything from 5, 10 to 200 people in a room and try and make them laugh. Now, with a bit of practice, 
they'll find a rhythm in their joke telling and they'll find a punchline that creates that release for the audience and the fact is that they've created all of these thoughts assuming that they've written the material themselves so it's exciting every time someone gets up there to watch them create magic and when it doesn't go well that's part of the process that is part of the thought process that is part of the creative process get the words out you won't know if something's funny until you stand in front of a room of people that are not your buddies and you see if the magic works <laughs> I guarantee we're all doing this every week You know, we're all in a game, and this is getting back to another Seth Godin um, Well, I've just listened to a podcast about him the other day, uh, talking about um, the game, and what game are we playing. And the game I'm playing is Q3 to Q4. That's the period of my life now where I'm starting to get older, and there are things ahead that I need to make sure that I put the game in my favour and I think that's what this episode is about put the game in of life in your favour help you grow help you be more mobile help you enjoy life more help you be motivated it's a placebo by doing these routines It tells you you've done something really positive today. It's like that book, Make My Bed. You do that first thing in the morning, it's a really positive stamp on your day. The first thing you do is make your bed. Starts the day off with a positive action. It's one of the tips for many uh, highly um, successful people make your bed routine the other thing was the what the 5am club what you're getting done if you get up at 5am and by the way it's now 20 past 6am and I'm on the way to the beach my alarm went off at quarter to five I've walked the dog packed the car I'm now driving to my surf beach and I'm making a podcast it's a routine and by 10.30 today, I would have had a surf. I burn my way back. And I get on with the rest of the day. I'll probably download this now and I'll post it out. And hopefully 20 or 30 people will maybe introduce some new routines into their day. So I'll throw those ones out to you today and see how you go. I, I, I would also challenge you to um, create a score. So... Before you even begin, figure out where you think you're sitting. So, um, be active, rate yourself out of 10. What do you think your activity levels are normally? Now, I've got creativity in mind, that's an essential one. So, I'll, I'll include that in my one as a key area of focus for my four categories. How creative do you think you've been? Maybe it won't be on yours. Uh, new learning. 
where are you at with your learning? Are you a, a, a somebody that reads a lot? Do you get bogged down with the news? Well, what would you like to find out that you're interested in? That's where I want you to go. What are you interested in? Check it out on a podcast. Find out what's out there. Meaningful connections. So when you see someone, you're going, how are you? Everything all right? Maybe you inquire. Maybe dig a little bit deeper, see if they are. Find out what they're interested in. Listen. Have a real conversation. And then, at the end of it, tell them that you're there making a note that they're your meaningful connection today. Now, I tell people that every day, that they made my list, and I make a note of them on my mindful table, which currently is on my notes page on my phone. But it'll be part of the app when it comes out. And I hope you're all going to get on board with it. And then the new learning what we've just talked about. You give that a score out of 10 as well. So there's a start. I encourage you to journal. Write stuff down. It helps process thoughts. If you wake up in the middle of the night, you're restless. Grab a pad. Just write shit down. Doesn't even matter what it is. I've got loads of books at home. I will go through them, eh? I just occasionally I'll write things that are, are pretty funny. Speaking of which, <laughs> I always like to throw in a burning ducks. And this is a. The idea of burning ducks is. Um, well, it's, it's where the. Uh, I've got an idea for a joke, and then I tell the joke. Now, the joke it might not even be um, complete, so it's really just the premise. And just giving you a bit of an idea of the creative process. So, what have I got at the moment? Okay, so I'm dyslexic. Now, I imagine that I'm having a conversation with someone who's a bit of a smart ass. And I'm explaining to him what it's like to be dyslexic. Now, this guy is a bit of a dickhead. And he says to me, Well, I think I'd like to find out a bit more about it. How do you spell it? I'll look it up. <laughs> So I go, C-U-N, and then I go, I'm not sure if it's a D or a T. <laughs> oh, so that's probably the best thought that I've had this week for a new joke. I've got a couple of others that I'm playing around with. And um, that's my burning ducks for today. And uh, part of my creative journey this week has been trying to figure out how to deliver that and I've played around with it in all different forms and I keep shifting shifting it around but that's probably the best that I've got it and to break it down because I'm dyslexic I don't know how to spell the word C-U-N-T I think you get the gist of it because that's what the guy was being asking me how to spell it he obviously so that's it that's the funny shit in my head um, what else am I thinking of that's creative also? Okay, so the game of life. So I'm gonna, I treat life as a game. Now I work in an industry which I'm finding quite challenging. Uh, it's getting harder and harder with, with the introduction of technology. The scarcity of properties in the industrial market and I um, have to get new listings and obviously do new transactions to generate income. I've been doing it for 
say 30 years now, a long time, and I'm getting a bit tired of it. I do like it, but the slog to get out there and find new clients, get new properties, generate new business, it's getting harder and harder. Now, what I'm doing, I'm playing the same game as everyone else. So, if I take my own advice, or Seth's advice, Seth Godin, how do I change the game? How do I put it in my favour? How do I make new rules? And that is now my new endeavour for this year. Every time I catch myself doing the same old thing, I'm going to say, is this really working? Is this an effective way to me to play this game? Now, it's one thing having the benefit of a four-day week, which is like being working part-time, really, in the industry that I'm in, which is a, a pretty full-on space. And I watch on because I sit around people that, that are doing it, and they're going hard. You know, maybe I've got, mentally got one foot out the door. So how do I make the game in my favour? I create new rules. And I'm, I sort of am trying to do it by doing this. I want people to know that my personal brand includes being lateral thinking and creative, and that I have all these other bows to my name. But then if I'm a property owner, do I care that somebody puts on music events? Do I care that he's got a podcast? Do I care that he's a creative thinker? Well, maybe there's a small community of property owners that would be interested. <clears throat> and maybe when we launch the Mindful app and they know that I'm behind it, maybe then I'll use that to help their business grow. And maybe then we've got a different relationship. Now that is my strategy. So that's where my head's going with it. And if it doesn't work anyway, I'll be out there promoting the mindful journey and helping people on theirs. So hopefully I'm helping you with yours. I want you to have a fantastic year. I hope this is really uh, helping you and I really appreciate any support that you give to our podcast, uh, to the support of the events that I put on with the various bands Thanks for supporting Little Pedro, my band. And thank you for sharing this journey with me. If I know you well, thanks for being in my life. If I don't, I'd be keen to catch up with you and chat to you anytime. And I wish you a wonderful day. And just remember, at the end of this, and at the beginning, there's a song called Scamenco from Little Pedro. The intro music is just a, a snippet of that, and we end the podcast with Scamenco. So I'm pushing the brilliance of the band Little Pedro, which I'm part of. I'm very proud to be one of the founding members of, and I hope you come to one of our shows soon. It was a warm, sticky night in Arecife town. A sign read Scamenco with an arrow pointing down. It's wafting out from their room within Turned a grey stony frown to a warm beaming grin
a jumping dance floor Mystery vibe and a dog smoking smoke Patch on one eye and a crow on a shoulder This has been a good grief by Martin 100 day production.